FUBAR Fest 2019, June 29th, DBA 256 in Pomona, California, with Siamese. Show.com. From Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California, it's the Fubar Show! Oh, what's up, everyone? I am Joe C. Thank you all very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on your favorite podcast app. Subscribing and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on tap today, we have the Fallen Electric. Say what's up, guys. What's going on, How's guys? How's it going? Yo. So to my left, we have Mr. Richard Argumosa on drums. Ow! To, to my right, starting at the far right, we got Mr. Drew Barber, who plays the bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? To my immediate right is Mr. James Paul Ganser. Mr. What's going on, Jimmy guys? Ganser. <laughs> of the Fallen Electric. And I'm Joe C. I play lead guitar. Woo! Woo! woo. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, we've never had you guys all at one time in the studio. No. It's, uh, uh, in fact, it was you first. No. It was Richie first promoting his yeah. real estate business. And <laughs> th- were you even the drummer? I don't think at so. That I was point? like right in the very beginning. That was the beginning yeah. when maybe you played like a St. Paddy's Day show oh, for yeah. us, where I just fronted like, "Hey man, I'll give you fifty bucks if you just do this show." Yeah, that, was on, show. <laughs> that was a fun show. That was the beginning yeah. of, of of a lot of things. That was the yeah. beginning of a lot of things. It was Bright Star, no? Yeah, I was yeah. at Bright Star in Glendora a couple of St. Patrick's uh, days ago, That's right. and uh, and then shortly after, you know, we recruited you full time. And that's been fun ever since, man. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, Jimmy, you came on pretty early on, I think, uh, maybe around like episode 20 something. I think so, yeah. Uh, it, was just, like- it was just you, and we played a couple of uh, uh, the Fallen Electric songs, and then you did a couple of acoustic stuff. And that's right. You did like two back to back shows, even. You're like, let's make a fucking afternoon out of this. <laughs> and and yeah. then that was that. Drew, you were on, a, uh, on one of Richie's other appearances. Yes. Yeah, I think you were helping him sell houses at that point. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. You know, we you got you your got license out and every now and then. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, we got, what, like two or three? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's showed a few properties. Before, I think yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and here we are, guys. But I wanted to talk about the actual genesis of the Fallen Electric, and I'm looking at you two fellas over here, Jimmy and Drew. Uh, now we've already covered this in the earlier episodes, but not everybody's gonna go back and listen to those episodes. In fact, I recommend everybody don't. And there it is. (laughs) Because this podcast has come a long way. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Uh, But Jimmy and Drew, man, you guys have known each other for how long? 
Oh man, what when did we meet? You were how old? I was fifteen and a half, sixteen. I was probably about twenty four. Okay. Yeah. At the time, and so it's been a few years now. It's been a few, yeah. And um, and, and so you met him what, like on Craigslist? We or did, yeah, on I, the personal section, right? Men seeking men. Casual encounters. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh man. Sometimes you just. Yeah, you gotta do what you Which, by the way, I heard that do. I heard they took that off of Craigslist. Really? D- yeah, that that FBI entire thing. Got, if anybody, I mean, I get things. waking up at two in the morning by Richie, dude. They shut down the personal <laughs> section from <laughs> Craigslist. Richie, and I'm like, well, know. shit. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so, you guys met on through Craigslist. We met on Craigslist. We, you know, uh, it was a friend told me that basically. Uh, you know, I I was doing a lot of acoustic stuff at the time, and I, I found myself without a band at the time, and I just wanted to get it going, and I just kind of threw it out there of like, look, you're searching for a bass player. You know, we I do so and so this type of music, and mm-hmm. my influencer this and this and this. Well, mm-hmm. it happened to be Drew that reached out to me. I had just quit yeah. my my other band, Three Way Road, and I was like, you know, I don't I need to keep doing music somehow. So I mm-hmm. uh, I hit a, I I was told about Craigslist, so I thought I'd give it a try, mm-hmm. and the first person I found was Jimmy. Okay. And I, I hit him up. You were like, yeah, come by this first Saturday and we're going to have our first you, rehearsal. Yeah, you uh, you sent me a voicemail. I, I don't think I answered the phone at the no, time. Yeah. You sent me a voicemail saying, hey, I'm just really interested in your music. You know, I'm a bassist, uh, you know, from so-and-so. And and uh, he goes, I kind of grew up with this type of music or whatever. I'd be really interested in trying out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, let's, you know, let's let's jam. Let's see what, see what we can do, you know. And, and, and he came over the first day and we instantly clicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy as that sounds. Ever, yeah. Everlong was the first song we played, I think. Everlong, yeah. Well, that was the first one we actually knew all, the, all like from yeah. start to finish. Mm-hmm. I know oh, both of you guys. Yeah, we did a couple of Nirvana songs. We did Everlong, which was what you know, the Foo Fighters is one of my all-time favorites. So you heard it here first, everybody. Drew fucks on the first date. He does. <laughs> Super hard. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he does. <laughs> so so you guys uh, learned Everlong. Oh, you guys already knew Everlong. By yeah. at what point? During that entire kind of beginning stage, did you actually learn a solid, I don't know, group of songs for you guys to be comfortable enough to play in front of people? And it was maybe like the not not the next time we rehearsed after that, but maybe the next time after that. Yeah, because I I can't remember when we recruited John, which was our first drummer. Mm-hmm. I think I, he, no, he was there. I think he was there just before I joined. I was he was he was I already jamming with him at the I time? Think so and, and you were and like, I have a, I have this drummer too that just uh, you know location okay. and like. Yeah. So basically, me and him were doing songs from time to time. You know, he would come in, whatever, and we we just have guitar and drum. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be, you know, which a lot of great musicians will actually do that. Will will mm-hmm. be drum and bass yeah. or drum and drum and guitar, and it sounds amazing. Right. A lot of a lot of you know my heroes, you know, that I look up to have done that. Well, I wanted it to be really a full band. I really wanted it the whole thing, the yeah. whole package. You know, that's what I've really grew up on, and you know, so I I rec- you know I was reaching out for a bass player, and Drew happened to jump on. Jump on the old list there and mm. find us. So I don't know. It's kind of just kind of became something from there. Right on. Yeah. And then you guys went yeah. through a few drummers. We yeah. went through. Um, did you go? So you were always a three piece at this. We point. were always yeah. a three piece. Yeah. All yeah. up until me. I, right? I was one hundred percent dead on. Mm. We're gonna be a three. Yeah. We're gonna be a trio the rest we're of our like, life. Yeah, that's Power a, trio. Three piece. Power trio. That's what I've. Yeah. That's what I've always envisioned us. I'm like, we're gonna be like, you know, I want to be a power trio. I want to be Nir- the next Nirvana. Nirvana I want to be the Green next Day. Green Day. Yeah. Muse. Muse. I want to, you know, uh, uh, all the way the police. You know, yeah, like, yeah, like, every, yeah. like I was like the trio, dude, like that's, that's where it's at. I never thought, you know, and I was so dialed into just, you know, it's, 
I don't know what if, if adding somebody else is going to mess up the mix. I don't. I so was what just, changed your mind? We were just kind of like some of these songs. Because I wouldn't be here guitarist. if you didn't change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, I, and, and I'm horrible at adapting to change, and we all know that. Yeah, um, it, it was just kind of like some of these songs yeah. need another guitarist. It's just not. It's not enough. A, a lot of the songs that um, that I really enjoyed would love to play, you know, cover and mm. all that. They needed that second guitar, and mm. I knew it. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was, it was empty without it. Okay. You know, yeah. it, it, growing as a musician, I was just like, it, it needs it there. If we're going to tr- try to do anything serious with this, mm-hmm. it kind of needs it there. Yeah. 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 Um, and I met you guys via our previous drummer, Travis. Travis. Uh, and I met he, him through another band that he was in prior to that, 22 yeah. Salute. Yeah. And uh, I was in a previous band called The Hotline. And yeah. then so... The Hotline and 22 Salute were playing a few shows. I got to know Travis a little bit. Yep. He invited me over one day to jam with you guys. And I'm like, well, you know, this ought to be fun. Yeah. You know, I he told me what the songs that you guys play. I was like, I already know these songs. I used to play them with <laughs> Richie just about maybe, what, eight years prior to that? Maybe eight to ten years prior to that back in, uh, well, well, Richie and I. And I'll tell this little story, Richie. Uh, going, going, looking to my left now. <laughs> Richie, uh, we were in a band called The Bar Show. Uh, sure back, were. what would you say? It was like from 03 to 08. That sounds about right. That sounds about right, yeah. From 03 yeah. to 08, and we would play these uh, these songs. And you know what You know what really pisses me off, man? You know what chaps my ass? You know what really grinds, grinds my, my gears? gears? <laughs> <laughs> Is that whenever I talk about the bar show to like family members, you know, whenever that, that subject comes up, it's like, oh, you mean that 80s cover band? And I'm like, no, no, bitch. I hate the 80s first off. If anybody knows me, he knows that I despise that yes, that uh, that new wave uh, syntho eighties flock of seagulls yeah. uh, stuff, but that was what the one show we played where we played to an eighties crowd and we got like a good chunk of change for it. So we're just like, nice. let's sell out for a night and play a shitload of eighties songs. And you know, we we and I think we did them pretty well. Oh yeah. But ever since then, I don't know what happened that branded us as like an 80s cover band <laughs> but um at a certain point i'm just like richie dude i can't do this anymore man <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I saw your face it just went from like and then and then you know yeah. we started learning more stuff that that i was into more alternative rock more 90s based even some 70s based i'm like just can we just skip that decade and pretend it, let's pretend it's the 13th floor in a hotel building you know <laughs> let's just go ahead and skip it yeah and then no. <laughs> So uh, so we played together for a number of years, and that's how I know you. Um, and then we brought you into the mix when it all oh, happened. Yeah. But um, uh, going back to the hotline and 22 Salute, I met uh, Travis through there. He uh, Travis ended up not working out. Well, he kind of stepped away from it, and we're just like, man, what, who's going to fill this void? And because keep, cause keep, talent, uh, Travis yeah. is a talented motherfucker. And keep in mind, Travis is our fourth drummer. Yeah, he's our fourth uh-huh. drummer. This is not even including Richie. Uh-huh. So just just to goes to show you, we've gone through the drummers. Yeah, mm. and so. and anybody who's been in a band right. will have that same sob story. I yeah. think uh, as musicians, right. minus drummers, and no offense to you, Richie, Please. not yet. I'll get there. <laughs> uh, but what is it with that? Like, how come they can't commit? Is it, it, they're they're a rare thing. I think it's just because that you know they are a rare thing and. Um, at least those who do it I, well, right? It's like so the super bloom, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> it's like it once in like 20 years or whatever. Okay, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking Haley's there, comment. <laughs> being, I, th- I just think being the beat, you know, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm really drawn to the drums. I, I, as a kid, I literally thought I was going to be a drummer because yeah, I, me start, too. I started Same. on a drum set. Me too. I didn't start on the guitar first. I started on a drum set. That's why I'm so attracted to drums. 
when I'm, you know, while we're playing and stuff, I yeah. love, I, like, especially when we're facing you in rehearsal, I love watching because it's, it's amazing. I love that. And it's it, just knowing how kind of drummers, just the way they are, it's, 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 they're the beat of the music. It's mm -hmm. the, it's, if, if it's going to be replaceable, it's going to be the easiest thing to jump from. Yeah. I think, yeah. I th I just think that's what it is, to be honest. It, it is the beat. Yeah. So you can learn a lot of beats, you know, to a lot of different things. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and it's it's just I think it's just kind of comes down to that. Realistically, it's easy to jump from band to band. I well, think one thing that uh, really made it okay for me to consider asking Richie to come back into the music scene yeah. with uh, with us at right. this time was that e you're a very easy guy to work with. You wow. take you, right. it's not you're not a pushover. But you have an you have an open mind about new ideas. I'd like right. to think. Right. Uh, at least if and if uh, and if you think otherwise, you're not telling us, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. But I mean, you know. Wait. So what are your thoughts on all this, Rich? I mean, considering you know drummers have this particular stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, who is it? Pro Jam went through like what four drummers? I think they're on their fourth with Matt Cameron. Matt Cameron, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but even him, he was you know. He's he's been around the block, you know. It was Soundgarden, but uh, oh no no, I I you know I I don't know when when I was brought into the mix, it was just kind of like it, everything just felt right, you know, like Jimmy just drew and and, and you know us having that history or or whatever. I, I I just I felt some kind of connection and and yeah. just us growing up in that decade that we grew up in and you know being in love with that music that we. All grew up with it. Just it, it, it just it felt so right. And, that's uh, that's kind of what know. I thought when you joined. It was like I, a glove. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew I knew you were, when you joined. I knew I knew your influences because I could feel them. Like I could feel what you were growing up on, mm -hmm. and that's what that I think that's why we gel so well. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't hurt that Richie and I already knew a lot of the hey, songs. Exactly. <laughs> you came in that's when you came in, cover. and that's what was crazy because I told Drew the same thing. I was just like when he came in, it was like God. It was like you coming in all over again. It was like you just get it the first day. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, it's one of those things you got to just get. Yeah, totally. Absolutely, you know? man. When he came in, that's what it felt like, and yeah. I told him that, yeah. and I was just. Uh, it was like, like a breath of fresh air. Really. I did, I, and he just, it, he just, what, what, just for me, not adapting to change very well. Yeah. It's like when he came in, I was like, I that it, everything was on point. It yeah. wasn't. He wasn't trying to overdo it. He wasn't right. trying to. The, the, it was just there when it was needed. Right. And right, it was yeah. just like it sounds so good. You know, and, it's and, insane. And, and and change is something that's really difficult. You yeah. Know? Like it, yeah. It's, it's. I know people, and especially in you know music and mm -hmm. and, and playing right. music, it's really hard to accept that change or, yeah. or you know to to dude to i have a cow when it's daylight saving time <laughs> fuck that dude imagine yeah. everything else oh man. no I, I feel you bro you know what i mean <laughs> it just it's just one of those things where you're just so used to hearing it a certain way yeah, yeah. and especially just it, you know being being it's 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 this thing i have it's my heart you know it's this passion i got yeah. and it's mm -hmm. just like if i change that it's like it's it throws it off now yeah. right. so i got to really adapt to that Absolutely. you know so that's that that's why i was so like hesitant on it yeah and and by the way, Travis was the one to uh, really talk to me into getting him. Mm -hmm. Just trying it out. He goes, just try it out. There's nothing we can lose. We can just try it out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's true. Let's try it. Yeah, I thought it was For just sure. gonna be an afternoon of me just you know playing my guitar with a group of cool guys because I was yeah. already a fan of you guys. Right. I had already gone right. to see a couple of shows. In fact, I invited you guys to play right. uh, a backyard gig. Mm -hmm. There's a really funny story I won't go into. <laughs> 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 it involves Jimmy. <laughs> 
But uh, it was it was it was a really fun Saturday afternoon jamming with you guys, and I'm just like, man, it'd be really cool if they invited me, you know, to do this more regularly. And you know, sure enough, you guys did, and I was just like, oh, well, okay then, let's uh, let, let me try this again because I, I there was a great period where I was not playing with anybody really right. aside from the hotline, right? right. But um, that was only like a couple of years. And it wasn't really going anywhere. And that was my hesitation with like joining a new group. I was like, is this just going to be another group of guys who are really not going to. Because you don't want to waste your time. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. We're only getting older. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. I mean, I I was kind of glad that I was like, oh, he's got, you know, you. I was like, oh, Jose's, Josie's got a new band, right? Oh, fuck. Oh, dude. You know, let's go check him out and, you know, see what's going on. And when I saw you guys, I was like, yeah, 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 for sure, man. I'll mess with these guys. Hell yeah. In dude. in a, in, these guys. in awesome. addition to what he's saying there, there is like I would we would play shows and a lot of the bar show would show up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. these shows, right, right. On certain, uh, certain Alex shows. and Edward of yeah. previous. Oh you know, man, okay, yeah. previously mentioned band, the bar show that Jimmy, uh, that Richie and I were in. Right, right. Yeah. I, I I'd be on stage and I'd be kind of looking at that and I'd be just kind of like, dang, <laughs> like. It's it's just a little it's a, it, I guess just being you know musicians yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things like you know you guys used to jam together and right. it's just like I don't know you know like yeah I didn't know what to think of it you know it was right, it's right. a, a little nerve wracking but it also at the same time they're proud of us and that's what's mm. awesome yeah absolutely you know yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, everybody but, took the road you know everybody yeah. took people, the road people get yeah. jobs people get married yeah. people have kids right right um, totally totally life gets in the way and then yeah. richie i mean you did all of that and you still wanted to be in a band <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have two yeah you, absolutely two beautiful, beautiful children two beautiful man. children beautiful Dude. wife and and the thing is you're still making it work that i really well, envy this <laughs> here's the thing it, it's just like when you have that passion it's just like you'll 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 make it work yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely totally with this band i just i i feel like it's just it sucks to say, but I feel like rock and roll is just dying. I mean, there's like you turn on the fucking radio and, right. and you hear these things, and you're just like, dude, that's not rock and roll. I, like, well, I gotta on, say, um, right. it's I don't know that it's dying, but it's evolving into something we're not used to yet, and uh, I don't yeah. know how to handle it. Yes, you know what I mean. I, I, right. It should be a lot easier for bands like us and bands that are actually trying to keep that rock and roll vibe alive, mm. you know, and and going, you know, especially now with like, you know, uh, Spotify and all these other online musical platforms that mm-hmm. really are supposed to help these bands out to, you know, get out into the mainstream. Right. Um, I, I just feel like the real rock and roll bands are just they're they're kind of uh, you know going by the wayside. Uh, the, yeah, they're, absolutely. They ain't got time for that. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're pushed right. off to the side while the others are. are absolutely, the and well, it, I agree. music that is sucks, easier man. to make, uh, sometimes lazier to make, lazier uh, is, is actually yeah. top in the charts, and that's what's a little disappointing. And another thing that the this Fubar show and even the the Fallen Electric is very against is pay to play. Uh, I've been there, dude. Uh, the bar show has We've been, been there. there. We've played yeah. the whiskey. Twice, multiple times, and I just like I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I don't want to do good. this anymore. I don't want to give a guy three hundred bucks to play for thirty minutes to be rushed on stage, to uh, be rushed right back off, and then have everybody forget about you. And not only that, nobody really shows up, man. At least nobody uh, from your camp is gonna go to 
Hollywood on a fucking Thursday evening, right. pay 30 bucks for parking to watch 30 minutes worth of music. Also, because they don't encourage the camaraderie amongst the bands that are playing on stage that night. It's, so everybody yeah. showing up is only showing up for that 30 minute set right. that right. their buddy is in. And then they're bouncing. Yeah. So they just shelled out like 30 bucks for parking, maybe bought an overpriced beer. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, it's ridiculous yeah. especially with places. Uh, I won't mention them, but they're in Anaheim who don't even sell beer. And they do right. the pay- <laughs> play. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, That's I don't funny. know. Other than that, I have no feelings about it. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we were talking about our influences, and that's one of the things that we all kind of connected each other, uh, connected with each other on. Mm. Uh, let's go around the, the around the table here and say what kind of influences you grew up with, and how, how did that inspire you to play the way that it did? So we start with you, Drew. Start with me, okay. Uh, mine's probably going to be the weirdest one in here. Uh, I guess not weird, but Paul Anka. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I listened to a lot of uh, metal and drum and bass growing up, so I have like just that understanding foundation yeah like that like that melody and just like while still keeping the groove and then you know all that stuff and uh you know bands like pendulum and 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 uh, event sevenfold disturbed Mm -hmm. all all that kind of stuff right and uh yeah those are just like what really inspired me to 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 write what i what i write you know Mm -hmm. um yeah that's pretty much it right on I can see that too. I can see how it, your 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 bass playing kind of flows. Uh, it, it's not too much, mm-hmm. and it's just enough where it it maintains on its own. It still has its own melody. Mm-hmm. It can have its own life on its own if you were to just hear your with your original bass parts. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you know, with our powers combined, yeah, you know, we are a fu- the fallen electric, the fallen electric where. Where like it just fits. It just, it fits. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, it's just one of it those fits. things. Yeah, it, yeah. it works. Yeah. It works. It kind of just uh, the way the way you you kind of wedge your bass in there. It, mm. it fits, and you go and you you don't go over the top, and that's what I mm. that's what I've always loved. I gotta yeah. keep, it's I gotta there, keep but it's not. Yeah, I don't think you just you don't stray off. It, 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 it's not like he forces it in there. He you know kind of eases it in. It's a little yeah. loop. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. go yeah. in there yeah. dry. No, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 Not dry. Yeah, just kind of like sliding it over. Like I'm I'm still you know the offer still stands. The offer still stands. Right. Hey man, as long as you get consent, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll toggle over to you now, Rich. What would you say you grew up with, and what were your major influences? Um, a lot of progressive polka, uh, uh-huh. mainly from I, Sweden. I Is there such a I thing from, uh, <laughs> from from Sweden? From Sweden. <laughs> from Sweden. From Germany, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Germany and Sweden. No, man. Um, you know, growing up, my uh, parents, mainly my dad, uh, he he was a real uh, big mu- music nerd. Uh, he he didn't play any musical instruments at all which is kind of weird i mean mm-hmm. but this guy had like three four maybe five six seven uh like a solid seven crates full of just records and like every every day i would He's go into his garage and be like all right let's see let's see everybody you got some earth wind and fire you got some police you nice got some this that and the other nice. and every time i would go in there i would find a record and just fucking just go through it oh my god like this is dude this sounds amazing and every time i Two things that I, I would pick up on, bass and drums. So I would either wanted to be a bass player or a drummer. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, the, you know mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever. Nice. But no offense to Drew, but bass just, I mean, it, in the end, I just didn't want to just stand there and fucking just, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I know there's much more to that than just, you know, <laughs> me doing that. It can but be. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. it can it be. But, um, 
you know, I, I, there's, I uh, sorry to interrupt, but there's this, like, there's this old joke that says, uh, this kid uh, was taken to a music teacher for bass lessons. The next day, uh, he goes off on his own with his bass case out the door, and then his dad's just like, off to practice again, huh? And then the kid's like, no, I got a gig. Dang. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot, right? of, a lot of bass players, they just kind of know their four <laughs> strings and, <Yeah. laughs> and they pick at it and da, they keep it da, basic. Da, done. Okay. Yep. Done. Yeah. Done. All right. Done. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. No, yeah, man. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I picked up a lot of uh, just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play drums. Mm-hmm. My grandpa played drums back in... Uh, Mexico, that's how he supported his family, and I saw him play drums one time, and I was like, dude, that no looks way. like fucking right fun, on. dude. I'm super down for that. That's let's cool. That. Yeah. So in junior high, I'm like, dude, let's fucking do it. So I started playing drums in uh, junior high, and at first, you know, you're you're a new drummer, so you're just like, oh, you know, John Bonham, and like just a bunch of jazz drummers, and then over yeah. time, I'm just like, you know what? I love the police. I love uh, Stuart Copeland. Like, I was really... Nice. Adamant about keeping keeping time out, dude. I will make love to this microphone right now. So uh, you weren't at, supposed to point that out. Well, I, <laughs> anyways, so um, stop that. <laughs> so um, I picked up a lot of uh, Stuart Copeland's like just timing. Like he was he's on his fucking time. Oh yeah. And uh, I, that's one of the things that I I, I know a lot of just being on time because I know that a lot of you know that. If you're on time, you have a job forever. You know what I mean? Right. Like being a studio musician, and that's what I wanted to be ultimately was a studio musician. You know, just just to get hired for these gigs and play for these yeah. different bands and you know um, whatnot. But uh, you know, after a while, I'm just like, you know what? I I really like playing live. Like I love playing live music. Like I love feeding off of the energy of the audience and feeding off of the energy off of my you know bandmates the short answer is uh influences Stuart copeland carter beauford and uh let's just go with uh, oh abe cunningham of deftones because i fucking love oh yeah oh, genius yeah. oh my god that guy the is fills like, that that guy throws in it's just like where did that come they're from? subtle Dang. like yeah. his his drumming is like if you ever listen to a deftone song just listen to his drumming it's it seems like he's not doing anything, but dude, he does it for a reason. Like it's 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 awesome. It's oh, so great. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun fact. Uh, wow. Go. Yeah. So yeah, Stuart Copeland. He's a Death freaking Tones, metronome. Man. Copy yeah. Uh, and I think we all agree we're Deftones fans here. Oh for yeah. Sure, for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Those guys are. That's definitely an influence in our music for sure. Well, yeah. What about you, Jimmy? What would you say your major influences were uh, growing up? Oh jeez. I'm kind of with Richie on the fact of like I grew up on my dad's records. Mm-hmm. His he had a vinyl collection that would that wouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking I would just and it would be one of those collections that would just be like it would go on for days. Like you said, you just pick through it, and it was just like Aerosmith, you know, Deep Purple, mm-hmm. you know, Kansas. <laughs> We're talking oh all the way that to, to yeah. the Beatles, to, yeah. to the Beach Boys. To Your dad the, had everything. Man. Oh, my dad had everything, and he remembers. He, I, I remember showing him the collection yeah. too, and you couldn't believe it, Sheesh. and it was insane. Yeah, my yeah. dad. My dad. My, but my dad played a little guitar, so awesome. th- that's one of the reasons how I learned my basic chords was my gu- my, my dad taught me. So um, I grew up with a lot of his vinyls, and I started. That's that's basically the the root of how I got into uh, basically playing an instrument, yeah. rock and roll completely. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I grew up with. Um, I, uh, influences would have to be starting from um, because I was a '90s child. I grew up with a lot of Nirvana, a lot of Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. a lot of Soundgarden, a lot of you know all the grunge stuff. I I grew up with. I I love I love a uh, uh, Blind Melon. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, de- definitely one of uh, big influences up there. Um, I, I also I love the Screaming Trees. I love all the, those like like kind of off bands that were like yeah. somewhat big, but not you know like yeah, what the yeah. what the greats looked up to, right, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. that. That was always those were always good bands. And um, my biggest influence today would have to be the Foo Fighters. Obviously, I think we all. Yeah, can, there's no, can, yeah, can yeah, no mistaking that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Grohl is definitely a, a champion, man. Yeah, he's a champion. He's. <laughs> champion. A, I, I look at that guy. He's one of the nicest guys in rock and roll. And and but with them saying that, it's literally to a T. He really mm-hmm. is. Right. He really is. That guy lives. He lives a fabulous life. He does, and he makes it worth it. And it's awesome. But um, and it's refreshing to hear that a guy like him is just so nice to people too. Yeah. He's just a sweet guy. Yeah. Who yeah. rocks your freaking socks off yeah. right. and then most along yeah. the next day and then, yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then he barbecues for firefighters yeah. next yeah. you know yeah, absolutely. like it's, it's freaking that's ah. that's something i, I just salt I, to the earth i want to do that yeah. that's what i'm just like if he can do it why i want to do that right yeah we can do that yeah. you know be a nice guy playing good rock and roll music yeah, yeah. I, it's just it's just how it should be yeah. you know and a lot and, and it's not even just dave there's a, there's quite a bit out there that are actually are like that you mm-hmm. know even down to a couple pop stars, even that are like somewhat like that, Word. you know. And yeah. um, it's it's one of those. I, I I love music. I love all sorts of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into uh, uh, back when I was in high school. I got into a lot of Jimmy Eat World and a lot of Weezer and stuff like that. So yeah. that would be probably one of my biggest influences in me playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Would nice. be would be listening to the Weezer album, listening to uh, maybe Blink One Eighty Two a little bit, and right. a lot of right. uh, a lot of. Uh, Jimmy Eat World mm-hmm. a yeah. lot. That Bleed American album really influenced yeah, me. Mm-hmm. I agree. It really did. And that's kind of what where I wanted to get into like my distortion. That's kind of what I wanted to where I wanted to get a distortion pedal from. Like I wanted to sound like them. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just that's rather kinda, than just playing it clean the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, my first amp was clean. You know, it's <laughs> like, how do we get I always tell my dad, how 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 did why did they get that sound like that? He goes, You need gain. It's called a gain pedal. <laughs> or you need gain on the amp or you know, yeah, whatever. Right. At the time. You know, so it that's gonna be that's That'd be my influences, pretty much. Right that's, on. That's kind of where it starts. Hey, Josie. Yeah, man. I got a question for you, man. <laughs> yeah, what's up, dude? What about you, man? What's your influences? Oh, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's see here. Um, my influences were quite interesting. Yeah. I grew up. Uh, I'm an only child, so I am the product of whatever the hell was going on in my house. Everything, you know. <laughs> uh, my parents were blasting Mexican music all day long. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, I know I know the words to a lot of them. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Me- Mexican music is really I had I did yeah. because I didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. um and that's one of those things that I think gave me when I when I actually started <laughs> listening to rock and roll music and I'll I'll go down that story a little bit down the line, yeah. but yeah. Um, to me, the bass was the most boring thing I can ever think of. Right. Because old two note Sanchez mm-hmm. would be only just either blowing it on a <laughs> sousaphone or playing those two notes on the bass, and I'm just like, God, like can can he just get a little bit more creative with this? Um I I, I enjoy the music. It's mostly the lyrics that you're supposed to be listening to. And if you don't right. speak the language, then you're not just gonna you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. So yeah. it's it's all about the lyrics when it comes down to it. It's kinda right. like it's their version of hip hop almost because wow. it's all about the lyrics and the lyric okay. value that goes right. into it because they even they crack jokes, they mm-hmm. you know, they tell folklore, they tell like a bunch of other crap. But if you don't right. know the language, you're not gonna you, it's just it's just fucking two note Sanchez it, playing up there on, on stage. Um, so 
with that, I grew up with the cousins around me that were just slightly older than I was. Now, keep in mind, we were coming out of the 80s, so they were blasting that crap that I wasn't into either. <laughs> and I was like, is, is the, does the world not like me yeah. liking music? <laughs> so uh, I got a little bit older. I started hanging out with my cousins, uh, the ones that, are, that were in the bar show, right, Alex right. and Edward, and their older uh, brother, Sergio. I don't credit Sergio enough because he is the one who had the rock and roll collections in his room. Right. He's the one that I would go over while I was playing maybe Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. And he's just like, I'm going to pop the CD in that I just got Power Man 5000 When Worlds Collide. It was probably one of the first songs oh, that I ever fell shit. in love with. Uh, uh, next week I go over, uh, we're playing probably Mortal Kombat on the PlayStation 1. And he pops in Green Day's Dookie. Nice. For the first time, you know, for a, for a kid who was only listening to Mexican music and shitty syntho pop from the 80s. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, they make this? Right. They make this music? Right. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, so, what what? so I'm just like, hey, bro, like, what, what else you got? What yeah. else? And then, uh, you know, we get a little bit older as time goes on. He starts popping in. Incubus's "Make Yourself" that oh, he just bought. Dang. He, he, oh, he pops dude. in. Uh, he pops in Weezer. Uh, the Green Album is now out. Oh, you yeah. know, yep. and then and then uh, the year two thousand comes out, and I'm over here trying to be cool, you know, with my tape deck, and I'm just like, I'm listening to the Thong song, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> love that shit. And then all of a sudden, Gorilla Radio is on the radio, and 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 I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Like, okay, enough of this. All this bullshit. Who is this? Rage yeah. Against the Machine changed my life. Uh, yeah, yeah, lyrically, yeah. musically, I will always kind of look up to Tom Morello to this very day. He's a champ, um, man. And, He's a beast. And being an only child, parents, not a whole lot of money. I, um, I have to credit also the internet for being around right. because that's a Napster. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I would just go on there and I would just be, as soon as I got home, I'd get my homework out of the way and I would just be on Napster just exploring oh. and learning new shit. I came up to speed with just like anybody else who can talk about, you know, day in, day out about rock and roll. Yeah. I came up to speed with it pretty fucking quickly. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richie was there for that period of oh, my yeah. life in my high school days. And uh, yeah, dude. And, and uh, I'd like to think I'm a small encyclopedia of rock and roll yeah, yeah. because of all the research that I did. And I'm, because I just wanted to I wanted something new. I wanted something creative. You know, it, there's only so much you can do with the formula that the Mexican music has. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, you know, fuck you, what? There's Mexican rock and roll, too. So I started exploring that. And, you know, South South American Dang. Europe. There's shit in Asia going on. So yeah. I'm just like, rock and roll is really taking over the world at this point. Right. Hip-hop is taking over the world at this point. Um, and uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, we find ourselves in post, post 9-11 world where um, it's just a lot of things are going on musically around the world. Yeah. And that really opens up a whole lot of shit to me, to a kid who grew up thinking music was very limited. Right. Um, and the shit that I was learning, I mean, at, in elementary school, middle school, I was playing clarinet, saxophone, first chair and everything. So I had a love for music. I just right. didn't know that you can enjoy it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, and I'm not a dancer, so I'm not about to go out to some club and, you know, just pretend that, you know, the music is, is enjoyable because I can grind on, on, on a lady. Yeah, no, yeah. you know, I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to dance to it on my terms. Right. I'm not, that, you know, I'm not that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Even at a young age, I was like, I almost, because I, I was never, I was never like, you know, school taught. I mm -hmm. was self-taught. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, so music to me, I feel it. 
Yeah. I feel it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I mm-hmm. feel it. And you have to do that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, feeling it from the heart. You yeah. Know? I mean, half those chords, I do. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's just it, it like, wow, that sounds good. You know, I like, I don't know what it is, but it sounds good. Yeah, totally. You know, and I feel it more so than like saying the actual research about it and, you know, and all this, you know, like theory getting the, getting the theory stuff. and technical yeah, yeah, yeah. version of it, yeah. you know, which I, I feel it more, you know, and I, that's how I guess I get that from just being a kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, and just because I was five, six years old, just absolutely knowing that sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, that does, that doesn't sound that great. That sounds good, though. Right. You know, yeah. and I just kind of could distinct it like that. I mean, yeah. even now, man, I mean, yeah. you turn on the radio or you hear a song and you just, you feel it, you know, you're yeah. just like, oh, that's a good fucking that's song. That's a good song. That's a good song. You, you just know? know. You just right. know. Exactly. Right. It's one of the, I can't explain yeah. it other than that. No, you, and you can't really it, explain it unless you, you hear it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like that, that song, like, oh, like, what do you like about that song? Yeah. Like, unless you, you're listening to what I'm listening to. Right. Like, my parents always yeah, told yeah. me like I could pick out a song and you know start to you know play it on the guitar yeah. you know and they're just like that's that's something that you can you only have that's a gift you have yeah like, absolutely that, that, that's not taught that's right. that's something you either have or you don't right and that's how they knew I was going to be some sort of entertainer at some point of you know mm-hmm. some point of on the music level of some sort right. so they they knew something they just didn't know exactly what I was going to do yeah. I think I think that, uh, that might go for all of us yeah, yeah. I think so Definitely. I think at some point yeah. you know our parents kind of identified well let him do his thing you know they bought me my guitar yeah, yeah. I I uh, I spent an entire summer uh, just in my room learning how to play the guitar self taught oh, yeah. you know I'm just like well what makes this chord and then I would research it and it's like okay well, let's give this a shot and um, you know, I developed my calluses on my fingers. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah man. And uh, right. and That's it just kind of went from there. And then I'm just like, well, who wants to play? Like, right. who wants? To, you know, who wants to jam? Who else plays an instrument out there? And then I connected with my cousins who were in a Strokes cover band, nice. uh, Edward, the Alex, Strokes. who were in the Bar Show, and um, their two older brothers, <sighs> Sergio and. And Luis, that would have been so dope. <laughs> yeah, they were, they're, they're, they were a really good Strokes <laughs> cover band. The Strokes are just sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, they're fucking sick. Oh, dude, <laughs> if we cover one of their albums, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can cover the whole thing back to back. <laughs> and so, uh, so I became inspired. I'm just yeah. like, well, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna shit. I, I like music. I wanna play the guitar. So right. I came up to speed in a summer, in like two months. I just learned how to play the guitar as right. good, if not better. And um, they let me in, and then slowly, sure, you know, but surely we we got Richie, and then we became the Bar Show. And That's interesting. We did yeah. the whole thing for about five years, and it was. Uh, I didn't want it. It was they a fun ride. In. You <laughs> were a kid, and let me bring this up. Oh, I hated Richie the first day. Can he we came tell in. the story, please? Go for it, dude. This is gonna be awesome. Go no, no, for no. it. I'm not gonna tell the story because I'm a fucking okay, awful. Okay, so, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guys are just like, well, we got a drummer. He's pretty talented. You know, he, he's a guy that I know from high school. His name's Richard. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't know any better and (laughs) (laughs) this guy comes in and he just starts busting my balls from like minute one and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) so i'm just like and i'm a ball buster too so i give it right back to him and then after after like after practice i'm like get this motherfucker out of here i don't see him again (laughs) (laughs) and my my cousin alex who played bass he's just like no he's just just kind of the way he is just give him a shot like he'll just just let him come back next week i don't know did he tell you anything he didn't tell me anything (laughs) Wow! Can't tell me anything. So wow. the next week was just part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it took like a solid like 
what five practices for me to just tolerate your, your bullshit? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah more or less. <laughs> I swear, dude, that first <laughs> like the first four, th- three to four rehearsals, it was just like pulling teeth with both of us. Like we both respected e- each other's talents, and we were just like, all right, yeah. Y- you're good. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're pretty good. And by that like fifth rehearsal, we're, we're just like, all right, all right, all right, cool. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Fuck yeah. Let's fucking do it. Let's yeah, do it. Nice. And then from then, so it's it, just, I mean, the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it turned from just shit talking to actually playing some decent music together. And still shit talking. So, nice. Yeah, and we didn't stop that. <laughs> no, but I no, think, no. you know, I think we I came to terms do. with yeah, with what was really going on there. Oh, There's yeah. still a lot of shit talking in the, in this band. But <laughs> oh yeah, we do. We oh, keep yeah. it at a minimum. <laughs> I think if any, uh, yeah. th- no, nobody outside of this band can tell us things that would hurt our feelings no. that are worse than the shit that we tell each other. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it, I, it, it's a guarantee. I think I get the brunt. The it's brunt a of that. guarantee. Yeah, but Drew's the Meg. I'm the Meg. Definitely <laughs> the Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'd say a less attractive Meg. Yeah, yeah. a less Ooh. attractive Meg. Okay. <laughs> That's that's a whole nother level of burn. A mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get extra cream for that. <laughs> later. Later. Well, yeah. All right, then. Uh, so anyway, guys, uh, the reason why we're also here is because we're going to yeah. premiere our song Listen a little bit later on the episode. Oh, yes. Now, we, it, would, it already got played on the radio, uh, so, but but this is just another way for us to put it out there for people who uh, who haven't heard it or didn't get a chance to hear it live on the radio. So, uh, But before that, Jimmy... I wanted to include you on today's joint report. What do you say? I'm I'm all in. All let's, right. let's let's do this. <laughs> Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the bong. So Jimmy, uh, <clears throat> when uh, when and you know I was kind of pissed off at you when you told me that you had uh, a variety of weed plants, and this is probably. <laughs> The fifth time I rehearsed with you, uh-huh. and you, and, and you're just like, by the way, you know, I, I didn't. First off, I mean, I could have guessed that you were a stoner, but <laughs> I, I, I just, I just wasn't sure. But then right. at a certain point, you're, I go in your house and you're just like, oh, let me show you something, and then you just have an entire room with a whole setup. It's, uh, it's, uh, you were just growing like a freaking farm back there. So tell me more about that. How did you start doing that? <laughs> For one, I don't. I, I, I didn't know how to just bring that up unless I could just. Uh, it was one of those things where it's like, well, if somebody walks in, yeah, they're gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, how did yeah, you get started with that? I uh, I actually had a friend of mine that was growing at the time, and he kind of influenced me on doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did. It was it was actually through work and. Um, I would go over to his house um, to actually pick up at the time, okay. and and uh, he had a variety of plants in his garage. He had a whole setup with fans and mm-hmm. all the the lights and all that stuff, and um, he had he had a couple tents in there, and uh, he had he had those lights that would uh, it'd be like almost like a purple uh, light oh, on the them. ultraviolet, the ultraviolet, okay. yeah, kind of like uh-huh. the UV. It was like the special yeah. UV rays that the, it, that the actual sun provides. He had the actual like good lights for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, it just literally, I don't know wh- what it is, just for me, my dad, my dad used to be a landscaper at, um, when, when, when he did his, you know, when he was working yeah. and, and, um, so the Gansers are so botanists. The, yeah. So like yeah. realistic, realistic, <laughs> I mean, he went to school for like agriculture. So like he, he, oh, he had, he had a, a variety of, like he knew a variety of plants. So like he, he knew all that stuff and, and. I kind of like, I guess that kind of drew me a little bit towards mm-hmm. uh, the plant um, area. 
I'd say. And it just kind of, kind of, I just was seeing that all my life. So like it kind of was one of those things I was just kind of drawn to. And, um, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, being able to take care of something like that and being like in my hands to like, you know, depend on me to take care of it. I like, yeah. I thrive on it's a little therapeutic For, even. It's yeah. Cra- yeah, Oh, definitely. It's yeah. definitely, uh, uh, like a little getaway. Mm-hmm. Cause you just kind of, you just kind of become one with it. It yeah. really is. It, it, I know it sounds hippie and all that, but you really do. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's kind of one of those things like, uh, especially with, uh, with marijuana plants, you, uh, you literally have to put your full energy into them and they will, they will literally give it back to you. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like you, the more energy you put in them, the more they're going to show. The more stone you get. The more stone you get. It's crazy. <laughs> Literally, if you can sing to them, if you could play music for them, mm-hmm. if you can obviously water them, give them nutrients, but if you actually are there with them, talk to them a little bit, they literally will respond to you. It's awesome. Word. And at that kind of, uh, my friend was telling me all this, and I was just hooking onto it, and I was just like, that is the coolest thing. I've like, I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that is... Awesome. And keep in mind, uh, growing marijuana plants is almost a full-time job. It is, it is a lot of work. I you got it, man. You it's got a 24-hour cycle. I mean, you, really have to, you have to worry about the sunlight that it gets, how, right. how much of it. You right. got to trick it into doing something. I don't know. Like, it, the whole, uh, yeah, the 12 and 12, yeah. the, the, the light. Um, you can leave, you can, technically, if, you, if you're growing inside, indoor, um, you can leave the light on. What, that's what I was doing. I was leaving the light on completely all the time. Mm-hmm. And then when they reached a certain length that I would like them to, or, or about the time they really were getting pretty tall, yeah. I would do the 12 and 12 cycle on the lights. And it would be, be basically, which 12 and 12 is 12 hours of light, 12 hours of dark. Yeah. So basically it would be like the summertime for them. Mm-hmm. 8 o'clock, it, the sun rises, 8 o'clock it sets. So, Jimmy, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What about daylight savings time? Oh. Does that well. fuck shit up for you? <laughs> It was, uh, it was actually one of those. Well, actually, it was, that's a good question. It, I actually had a timer that I could set when it, when it would become daylight savings time, which we obviously California does that. Yeah. So, like, it, it, I would basically set it back the hour that it, whatever the time was, mm-hmm. I would set my timer because I had an automatic timer just in case we were at shows or whatever. Yeah. Right. We would, it, it, would, it would automatically turn off. I wouldn't have to worry about it. I wouldn't have to, like, call someone and say, like, can you turn off my lights? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it had this cool timer where it would, it would go right when it, as soon as it hit that time, it would shut off the light. So that, I get one for my Christmas that, tree. That, you can yeah. get them for anything, to be honest. It mm-hmm. doesn't even have to be plants. It's, right. it, it's for anything that, it could be something outdoor that you have on light, lighting all the time yeah, and then right. turn it off a certain time. It's one of those things that you just you just uh, you just set the time on it, and then you connect it. You know, you you uh, you plug in your all your lights to that box, and that's what it it, it triggers it. So and cool. uh, did you pick up any pointers over in Denver? Because uh, let's talk about that. The Denver trip. The Denver trip for my bachelor party. <laughs> and Denver us three trip. were there. Drew was not there for that. Yeah, so, but yeah. any we we did a few weed tours, dude. We did, and it was amazing. Yep. We how how high. Oh. Were we in Denver, dude? <laughs> uh, no, no, no Richie, it, you weren't. You weren't there for the whole trip. Not the whole no, trip, but yeah. you were observing the, t- the time that I was so there. Let though, me turn this way, Richie. Awful. How high? <laughs> yeah. were we? <laughs> uh, do you know how high a, a kite gets? Like when you when you when you fly it or whatever. Okay. Take uh-huh. that times ten. You were guys were like right, a, to the moon. like atmosphere. You're like Alice. In, oh my god! It was <laughs> the eyes <laughs> to were the like moon. Oh, to the moon, Alice. <laughs> you guys were like this. Your eyelids were just it, closed it, shut. Put it this way, dude. You know, you know how you just sit there when you're stoned. This was like we couldn't even move. 
<laughs> you already are. grandma's boy the Frankenstein oh dude. Frankenstein. like it, 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 I, it, we were we were so high that mm-hmm. literally like it, it was like I really want I need to I, I really need a water right now and I really need to like go to you know take a piss yeah, yeah. but I don't even want to move I right now move. I can't move my buddy my buddy Eric who joined us for that trip he right. was probably the one who got affected the most by the the consumption of, of all that THC. That that poor, that poor bastard. <laughs> it looked, have you guys ever seen uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Yes. <laughs> yes. Where, like they're just trying to trot around this dead guy. Oh. Eric was the dead guy. The dead he guy. had his shades on the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. We went to eat and he did not take off the shades. Shout out to Eric for that. Yeah. One, man. Oh my god. We went to eat and he did not take ridiculous. off his shades. Yeah. Oh man, and uh, and then we did more tours, oh, and then we dude. bought so much. We bought more than we thought, so much that we had to throw it in the grill and uh, put it in the coal so they could smoke the ribs we were making. We were panicking at this point. Yes, now don't forget. <laughs> we're don't just forget. <laughs> don't forget about your your friend that you made on the on the on the little tour out there. Your your long friend. My uh my my what now? Oh, Your long friend. oh the celebration! Oh, the <laughs> celebration <laughs> joint! Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So Eric and and uh, Brandon or Josh? That was their idea. Okay. Yeah, they were looking at that and just like, we're gonna get that. Okay. And I'm just like, you guys are just fucking nuts. There's so much weed at the house. Bro. It was it was probably like a foot long joint. Yeah. Like it, it couldn't e- if you held it at the tip, like or like at the uh, the mouthpiece, oh, the, the, the the thing would just collapse on itself because it was Dumb. so heavy. Dumb. So you kind of it was a two hander. Yeah. It was uh it was a little um it was a little phallic even. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, goddamn. This, That's it. We shared it on the tour bus. Everybody the, got at least five rounds out of it. This thing was out of Cheech and Chong where it didn't even look real. Yeah. It was yeah. so big. It, was, it looked like a cartoon. It looked like a cartoon. Yeah. Dang, this thing was, this, it was, it was the biggest joint I've ever seen. And, like, is, that, is that even real? Like, so, so the story goes on. that uh, Josh and um, and Eric go up to the, the cash register and they're just like, can we check out the celebration? Uh, and I guess everybody asks about the celebration. So they're just like, ah, ha, ha, you know, here it is, you know. And they were like, prepared to put it back. And they're like, no, yeah, we're t- we'll take it. And they're like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no. That's just, yeah, put, just, it, put it, bag it. <laughs> yeah, just just bag it. We got it. And so everybody was just like, "Are these guys for real?" Like, because it's like, like it was like ninety bucks or something like that. It was, yeah, yeah. And so they and keep get in it. mind, keep in mind, Denver. The, the 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 people in Denver are just way different than California people. Right, so yeah. everybody's kind of looking at you like. Like, what? Like what? Really? Like you really are gonna smoke that? All that? Like, cause it, we got a the, tour bus full of sober people. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to change that right now. Yeah, and keep it. And, and, and <laughs> exactly. Hey, bro, we're in California. Exactly. Yeah. And keep in mind the the weed out there is not as strong as California weed. It's regulated. It's, yeah. regulated. it's regulated, so you know how much you get per dose. Right. So it's like to the T. So at least you know what you're buying. Right. Uh, but yes, it's not as strong. It's as not as strong. You got to smoke a little bit more f- to feel it. But you still feel and it. And we did. And we did. <laughs> smoke more than we thought. But <laughs> it was one of those where it was just, it, you know, we were already high going in there. And it was just like they bought that. And it was just like, why? Yeah. It's dumb. Congratulations. Guys. Yeah. It congratulations. Was congratulations. It was, that's, that's it was really called the celebration. So and uh, I've reported on the on the joint report uh, a couple episodes ago that Denver has done another thing where they've now legalized yeah. magic mushrooms. Oh, really? Yeah, I so I mean, we need to do a 2.0 here. Oh, geez. can I actually go to that one this time? Ah, we'll <laughs> think about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> all right, let me know. Let me know. You know, think about yeah, it. Well, sleep on it. All right. Yeah. All right. Idiot. Now we go on his band. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. For sure. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but ever since uh, what? Uh, maybe a couple months ago, you had to take your plants down. 
I did. You're yeah. moving out of your pad, and yes. you, got, you have to make some changes. We have so, six months left, and that's going to be about a cycle of plants. Are you going to... So, so are, uh, any plans to start that back up again? Because you were calling it... <laughs> It became its own strain at a certain point. It did, and you were calling it the electric haze. <laughs> one of one of the uh, sativas <laughs> I was growing. I was going. I was going to indica and a sativa. I had two. I had two, uh, you know, to choose from. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. one was one was a uh, uh, an OG. The 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 indica was an OG, and the sativa was it was a haze. And I went to uh, take it to a friend one time who knew all that. You know, who really knew about all the names of them and stuff. And I was just right. like, I don't know exactly. It was funny because it was exactly the same smelling one you bought. Okay. It smelled exactly or similar to yeah. what you bought. It was it was cl- damn close if it wasn't it. Right. So it it almost smelled kind of sweet and it and it was just it was all I knew she just goes it was just a type of haze and she goes I don't know exactly what type of haze it is. Mm-hmm. She goes you can name it your own if you want. <laughs> And so I named it after the band. I <laughs> named it after the Fallen Electric, yes. and I put it, and I named it electric. It ended up becoming Electric Haze. Awesome. And I, I just, I don't know what it was, but people loved that weed. I'm not even joking. Even though it was homegrown, it was, it was pretty you know, good. It, it, I, you know, I wasn't, well I wasn't an expert. At, you know, I believe yeah. me. I, this is my trial and error days too. I wasn't like the expert expert yet. So and everybody was saying this weed is it, it, it's got a good taste, got a good flavor, and, it, and it, it, it's a natural high. Yeah, it's fu- it, they were just like it's fucking awesome. Just like the fall on electric, huh? You're right. Yeah, just bringing it back around. Yeah. All right. So and I and and uh, it just kind of became electric haze and kind of went from there on it. I I still have the seeds. <laughs> I do. I still have the seeds of both of them. So I'm I'm thinking uh, thinking about it. If I get the space, I will. Nice. But. If if not, we'll just focus on our you know what we have to do for playing you know obviously uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be <laughs> I yeah. guess we can play I a guess. few songs yeah yeah <laughs> but well I'm excited now it, it, now it was it was it was really a cool uh, it was really a cool side gig I had going it yeah. was it was it was fun cool I would say I would not never reg- regret that awesome dude. Right on, man. Well, uh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank, thank you for letting <laughs> that, me share. That, that made for for an awesome joint report, man. Yeah, smoke weed every day. Well, let's take a quick break. Just gonna right. have a couple of commercials here, and we'll come back with the actual music highlights where we're gonna feature our new song listen. So everybody, stick around. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the Foo here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Foo Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesday. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foobarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Foo Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boobity doobity. Experience Never Seen the World, the Fallen Electric's debut album, featuring the title track, Never Seen the World. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Think twice, know that I have never seen the world, I've never seen the world. I wanna rock. Well, fellas, let's talk about listen for a little bit. Now we, uh, <laughs> we? Uh, hot one zero three nine, the IE's yeah. best mix. Hot wow. 
They uh, they premiered our song on Sunday. This they previous did. Sunday, sure right did. after uh, Game of Thrones, and um, I, man, it was refreshing to hear our, ourselves back on the radio. Oh man, it was, it was. fucking it's cool, dude. It never gets old, by the way. It's been a minute. Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, thanks to April Duran for having us. She's always played yeah. our stuff on there. We just kind of yep. throw throw the songs at her, and she'll play them. And uh, my God, dude, it's just a good feeling being amongst other great local bands that are on that show too. Absolutely, um, yeah. And uh, man, this is this is the beginning of, of something big. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Because let's yeah. talk about listen. Um, now we have already an album, never seen the world. Right. Yep. That we've you know we've been using that album for with, with the dozen songs that we have for the last couple of years now, and yeah. I think that I think it's time for us to grow. We have been growing. The music writing has evolved yes, uh, to something has. a little bit better. Um, yes. But even the production value in this song, and I don't want to put the the previous album's production value down because our good buddy Matt put it together, and we were so I proud did. of it when he did it. He he did it for a really cheap price because he yeah. was our buddy. Yeah. And um and we were and we were really happy with the way it came out considering Just, it, it was, was recorded in a garage yeah. you know like it, it had everything going against it but my god the the songwriting and keep in mind I had really nothing to do with never seeing the world except for like my what my little guitar parts that I added throughout and made and, right. and the harmonies that I added mm. but the music you, was already written by you and Drew Right, and so uh, coming in, it was a little bit like, man, I don't want to mess up the, what they already got going on. Yeah. But at the same time, I was pushing you guys, and I'm just like, this could be better. Yeah, you no, know? I remember you saying that, yeah. and, it, and he did. You added a did. lot to it that really. Oh, really he did. That's kind of what I was. Changed the sound it, it, and, and just the, even though you said it was just a little bit, it kind of added what it needed, though. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. did. It was one of those things that it needs it. It, it, like yeah. he was saying, it could be better, mm -hmm. but it need it needed more. Yeah. It brought a so. whole other uh, color to the spectrum. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. So um, so now we you know we're writing all together now. You know mm -hmm. this as the current lineup has it, and I I couldn't be happier with the way things are turning out, man. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. we we're yeah. release we're releasing listen on June twenty first. So we got a month away before it actually month. hits Spotify, mm -hmm. Apple right. Music, all the crap that you know people use to, to right. listen to stuff. Um, but you know, we want to make sure that people are familiar with it before you know they start you know catching us at shows and stuff like that. So Absolutely. right. Um, so tell us a little bit about this song, Jimmy. Listen, uh, it's now we covered this on a previous thing that we did live through the Fallen Electrics live page. You were here in the studio right. on Sunday when it was on the air, so yep. we talked about it. But you know, let's let's reiterate that a little bit. Uh, what what would you say the song is about? It's basically about listening to your heart. And trying to uh, listen, l listen to yourself on, on you know your direct because the music industry is hard. We all know that it's 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 scattered. It's it's cutthroat, man. Cutthroat, man. That's all it is. <laughs> really, is it's all about listening to your heart. It's all about having believing in yourself and in making something sound or making not only just the music, but just a group as, as, as whole, you know, yeah. you just, it's all about believing in that and believing in your product and yourself at the same time. That's kind of what it's about. Yeah. And I think you, Jimmy, as a musician, ever since I met you have grown yeah. in, in that little small I, time. Yeah. I, uh, you too, Drew, you, you guys have grown into yourselves where it's, it's not a, it's not a question of, are they confident anymore? 
You know, you guys, you guys have it now. Like you guys are actually belting them out. Right. You're confident. Your posture even shows on stage right. now. You guys are wearing snazzy clothes now. <laughs> it's not yeah. your raggedy ass fucking t-shirts no. that you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we all came of us along. as a whole, we've come a long way. Well, yeah, yeah, we're starting yeah. to. We're starting to. I think we're. To, to me, it looks like we're developing something that is. It's kind of. It's kind of. It, it's got the snazzy clothes, but it's also kind of our own style with it too, and it kind of. Is something that people are taking notice to, I think. Yeah, a lot of people are coming up to us and saying, hey, man, you're not the same band you were a year ago. No, I'm getting that now. And it's just like, that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Has it been a year? Well, at least in their perspective. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been um, it's been a little while, and for we, you, for yeah. you, sir, it has been a year around there, a little bit over a year now. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little bit, and um, we've been writing songs. This is the first one we're going to release. We already have a couple in the can. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, we already we got a couple ready to go, but we want to, you know, we, we like to use the lube and ease it uh, in. Yeah, there, you know, yeah. So don't time. go in dry. Nope. Yeah, don't go no, in no, dry. That's a big no no. That's an unspoken rule. Ask your ladies. Yeah, they'll know. One inch at a time. You know. Jesus. Inch, huh? All right, take it easy. Then we took it there. Leave so, it to Drew. <laughs> so, you know, do you guys just want to play it for everybody? Yeah, we can play it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. We're so extremely proud of this one. This is a good this one. Is a, this is a freaking good one. So um, everybody right. listen to listen. Here right. we Listen, 
All this time I never believed myself Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There it is. Now, Ooh, yeah. Drew, I've never said this to you before, <laughs> but that <laughs> Here I, we go. <laughs> I can't help but just think of the Power Rangers theme when you play that. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. But just that little part. I, I don't know. Why well, see that show? Oh, on the verse? On the verse? Yeah. On the, on the yeah. main thing. Don't, 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 yeah, yeah. don't, 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 but then mix it with everybody else, and it's a great song. You know that that you wrote some great lyrics yeah, for. The harmonies fit in. Word. The drums were well produced. Yeah. A Ooh. big shout out to our uh, to our boy Timmy who recorded this. Yeah. Timmy Hurd, amazing. Yeah, yeah. He um, production's uh, insane. <laughs> this was our first encounter with with uh, with Timmy, and oh, he man. pushed us. He pushed you mainly. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Richie. Ups- tell us a, about that experience. It was a little yeah. upsetting. You and I have both recorded uh, a previous album before. together. Uh huh. With the it, with the bar it, show in the bar show, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and that one I that feel sounded like good. The, it, 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 did. it was good, but it was lacking feeling. You know, there, okay. there, there was no feeling behind it. It was like, all right, cool. Do you guys know what you're doing? All right, cool. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Right. Well, it sucks when, as a band, you have a feeling that you're still the smartest person in the room. Right. Whereas when you're working with Timmy, that goes out the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy yeah. knows his shit. Mm-hmm. And it, this goes to show, you know, the production value in the song is just out of control. Yeah. Absolutely. It's out of I'm control. I'm not even going to talk to that guy about music because <laughs> it's, it, it's just I'll just shut up now. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll just sit down. Yeah, dude, yeah. He, he knows his shit. He knows yeah. his way around a, a mix for sure. Oh, it's oh, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how it should be. Your producer should be the better musician. It's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why they're producing you. Yeah. You know, that's just and, how and, it should be. And when, when, when him, uh, when Gage and Tim were giving us that sales pitch, which mm-hmm. is like, well, I, I've been thinking this for years. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, they were, they're saying what I was thinking right. when it came to right, when right. you choose a producer. You know, they, the producer has to be the smartest and the most talented guy in the room. Right. So yep. that he knows and picks up little nuances or things that they can recommend mm-hmm. or other things that they can give you a tip on. Yeah. Harmonies in a song when you're when you're working with the vocals. Yep. Did you guys check out those freaking vocals that were put together? That's one thing also that I brought up on Sunday when it premiered me the ch- it on the radio. It gives me the chills <laughs> yeah. every time. Yeah. He's just like, shut up, shut up, sing this. Yeah. Just sing it like this. And, and do it. And yeah. then it was like watching a guy play a video game on Expert, yeah. watching yeah. him go through those tracks and mixing them and putting them all together and cutting them and splicing them all together. Dude. And then, boom, he presses play and he's like, what do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, God damn. <laughs> it's like Da Vinci like painting the Sistine Chapel. just like, there you go. And it changed the way we played the song live. Yeah, it just it totally did. Because totally we went back when, after we had recorded it and we were like super happy with it and we, <laughs> we were like good this is the final draft yeah, yeah. we have it in our pocket and we've right. had it we've had this song for how long now three months three wow. months it's been a while. <laughs> three months yeah. yeah it's been sitting it's been sitting in our computers for three months just and now we're about to get ready to ramp up and, and release this thing yeah uh because we just we just have to now i mean yeah. i can't it's take time. it anymore yeah it's i'm sick of just playing it like that they got blue balls and yeah. um and, and yeah dude it's I don't know I'm a, I'm at a loss yeah yeah I'm at a loss of words it's, it's one of those things where it's 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 uh you listen to it and it's just like wow 
Yeah, like, and now we're yes. playing it, and now we're yeah. playing it in that in that way. The right. harmony. Now we can't the, we can't like do the the echo uh, delay, yeah, and the harmonies <laughs> and everything yeah. like that. But that's the beauty of the record, though. You but, know, or the song. You know, the the single. What you know. But even some chords and, I was playing differently now, and it's just some little little things, little details that really kind of make the song brighter. What yeah. what's cool? Um, what's cool about Timmy is that we we come in with the song. Of how we've been playing it for like the three months we've had the song, whatever you know, when yeah, we write it, totally. And we're playing it live. You know, it's probably not the best. It's it's a little choppy, I guess, because we're we just it's wrote it. Song. It's a yeah, new song. It's a new song. You know, we haven't fi- fixed. You know, we haven't fixed the kinks yet, or, or all that. And that's exactly what Timmy does. He fixes the kinks, mm-hmm. which we didn't even know were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know we had kinks in that song. All, <laughs> until yeah. until it was song? just like, he just totally like... And he's just like, why don't you guys play it like this? Yeah. I'm just like, I guess I never thought about that. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. He totally dishes like what we do or like just certain things we do and just say, play it like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're just like, and it just opens our eyes of just like, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it just literally transformed the song just on that little part. That outsider's yeah. perspective definitely yeah. helps out a lot. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially and with a guy you can trust, like with that. especially yeah. w- right. with a guy who knows his and shit. Wh- yes. what, how was that drum regimen that he had you go through? Oh my recording god, that, that dude. Now, a, now we took he took a uh, a unique approach because I've I, I know that producers do this, yeah. but I've never been a part of it where you recorded just the kick drum. Yeah, you recorded just the hi hat. Uh-huh. Everything was separate. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just that, like, how was how was Richie gonna do it? And you did. It took a few takes, but. Tell us about that. It looked painful, dude. It, it, it was. It, <laughs> it looked painful it, in sense. It was a little painful, yeah. but uh, I mean, like I was saying earlier, that alone go, took like three hours. Yeah, well, it, it took a, a, the majority of the time. But that day, yeah. To to to, to kind of bring it all together, when you and I recorded the Bar Show album, um, it was very quick. It was just like, all right, no. Do this, well, do we this, only do have this. three days to, we to record three, ten, 10 songs, songs and mix it yeah. and have a final product. Here you yeah. go, here you go. We were it, poor. It yeah. sounded good, though, <laughs> oh, for what know. it was. It, it sounded had, great. We were but prepared. This t- but this time around, uh, Timmy was just like, hey, man, so, like, I fucking love this shit. Like, it's good. It's great, this, that, and the other. But, you know, tr- try this or whatever. And it, it, it really forced you out of your comfort zone. It was just like, no, no, no. Like no no try this. I'm like yeah. nah yeah yeah but you know I really like to play it this way. And he's like shut up. Like no play just, it like just, this. Just this way. <laughs> and it's really refreshing for 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 a musician to just be okay with somebody you know just just the, like just being okay with them telling you hey I promise it sounds great this way just just do it just trust me trust me it is and nice. it's hard for a musician to say okay you know what I trust you I trust mm-hmm. you yeah because in the end it's just like no 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 like. I wrote it this way. It's supposed to be this way. This way, and that's what he was saying. He's just like, you yeah. know what? Most bands are just like, no, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna play it the way that I wrote it, and if you don't like it, fuck you. But it's just like, bro, you like you hired me to do a job. Like I'm, I'm gonna give you my opinion. I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you things that are are gonna make this song ten times better. And he right. really did, and he pushed it, and it sounds amazing. And that's the thing I, I know he likes about us. We're just really cooperative with him. You know, we, yeah, we're why really, push back? It's why just, it's gonna make it a bad time? Yeah, yeah. no, we're and all he's doing is trying to help us, you know, and yeah, just give us an idea and, and the, that and could that, work better. And that's the thing is, everything he says, like, I've no, it's like, yeah, no, it's for the rarely better. do I disagree with yeah, it's, it's rarely, 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 yeah. So, so uh, I don't know, man, and um, I, I couldn't be happier because I think the other two songs that w- that we've recorded with him already are already kind of like topping it. Mm. Yeah, like one is topping yeah, the next. I think so. That's what's oh, that's what's kind of kind of 
it, it, it's kind of shocking me yeah. <laughs> at this point. It's it's going to be a fun ride these next few yeah. months, dude, when we yeah. start releasing them. Because we're going to release these as singles. We're yeah, going to do right. singles. singles. They're going to have their own artwork. They're going to have their own lyric page. It's, right. it's just going to be a single. Uh, it's one single at a time. I think that's the way that the industry is kind of going yeah. right now with singles. People are too lazy to listen to an entire album. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Nobody's as old school as we were when our parents had their... Uh, uh, their records, the records, and, we, yeah. you know, all you, the lyrics, the you, pictures, and, and it was an event. So when you put a record, right. and you put the needle on, you sat there, and you put, you made sure both speakers were on either side of the room, and you listened to the to the stereo quality. <laughs> That's of those the beauty records. of it. It was an event. You had yeah, to oh, take some an, time. It was it was an event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was time in in this. It's like mm-hmm. this is music time. And and because I <laughs> and because I appreciate that so much, it irks me when you're uh, in a backseat of a car. And motherfucker who's driving the car, DJing, oh, man. waits, what, 15, 30 seconds into the song? Next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I fucking next. hate that oh shit. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I was like, just listen to the full song at least yep. <laughs> before moving over before to the next song. Up. Or they yeah. listen to their favorite part and they're just like, all right, that's it. All right, well, that's, yeah. it. that's the end of that. Yeah. And then the song's yeah, stuck peace. in your head. You're like, I got to finish it. I got to yeah, finish, gotta finish song. the song. So <laughs> stop being bad, people. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that. Not, not to, uh, not at least not with a musician present, because yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to appreciate the music that I'm yeah. listening yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, to all of our uh, musical colleagues, if you want to know, um, you know, who recorded us, we'll be more than happy to give you their information. Dude. Absolutely, they're they're just awesome to work with, and um, you know, just have an open mind whenever you work with any producer. If they're trying to give you a heads yeah. up or any kind of not pushbacks but advice. Yeah. You know, listen, have right. an open mind. And if it makes sense to what you're trying to accomplish, you know, keep it like yeah. go for it all the way. Yeah. Um, egos, Absolutely. egos go, you know, the, egos kill bands. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it does. Yep. And I think I'm uh, this is a cool group of guys in this room that um, don't have a whole lot of egos. We just talk shit to each other <laughs> all day long. Yeah. And we can't afford to have egos. Not no. with all the shit talking we do. <laughs> Not all the shit all. talking. No. And no. if we could afford it, we, we wouldn't be able to sustain it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the way I, I We'll bring it. you down a notch real quick, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. See, see? I mean... <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> no one is safe in this group. <laughs> Especially not Drew, that's for sure. No. Yeah. yeah we're going to be started. Yeah. And so, then there's Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's, uh, let's talk some <laughs> shows. Uh, today, yeah. as we record this, it's May 22nd. By the time this airs on the 29th, we would have already played a show in Long Beach. Which I'm sure was a great time. Oh, but dude, what else? Uh, awesome. You you got it up on your uh, uh, on your iPad there, Rich. What do we got going on after uh, after that? I believe yeah. we have something going on June first. Yeah, so we got May twenty. Uh, oh, that that show at Gallagher's was awesome. Uh, so we have one at <laughs> June June first uh, at the venue in Grand Terrace. That's gonna be great. When you with come on uh, after that one? average Joe and the Benchwarmers, yes. they invited us to be uh, to be a part of it. Yeah. That's gonna be kind of exciting. And the, I think one, that's gonna be cool. They're they're, they're um, that band, when they come on the show, I, I I just have a smile on my face. They're a great group of guys. They remind they, they remind me of us. Yeah, they do a <laughs> little bit. Yeah, they have that same they yeah. have that same kind of kind flavor. of kind of flavor. Yeah, yeah. They're, and, they're, uh, they're down to earth. Seasoning. They're down to earth, but they're good musicians. Yeah, Josh, yeah. Joe, awesome. and, and they don't know uh, they are. Max. You know, great great uh, great group of guys. And yeah, that's going to be a great time there at the terrace. What else we got? Absolutely. So after that, we got June seventh, Friday, June seventh at the Tilted Kilt in Moreno Valley. Mm. Y'all should come out for that. That that's going to be a great one. Yeah. yeah. And then wrapping it up, we got June fifteenth at the Tilted Kilt in Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah. Those exactly. shows they are keep always inviting fun. us back, and we're we're more than happy to oblige. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. In it's case you're wondering why there's two tilted kilt shows, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to back, we won't rest until we're on every franchise. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, the Those tilted kilt tour. Yeah, 
2020. Tilt of those kilts. Yeah. So that's what's coming up next. What's after that, Rich? Um, right now, um, we got Fubar Fest, right? I think that's oh, oh. Fubar Fest Fubar 2019. It's gonna be the, good. The 29th of June, we're gonna have Fubar Fest, and that is gonna be a great time. That that includes a lot of the great uh, acts that have been on the show. Uh, you know, you you hear the commercial every time you tune into the to the Fubar show, and you will be. Oh yeah, at least for the next few episodes, up, all up until that uh, event. But <laughs> we're gonna have Siamese, Anonymous, Hope. Burners, Average Joe and the Bench Warmers, Rundown Creeps, Wolves Inside, From Zero to Hero, and your boys, The Fallen Electric. It's going to be a great night of music. It's going to be awesome. We're even going to probably uh, get a DJ to, to finish the night off. Um, maybe, you know, grind up against the lady. I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> Is that something people do? Or each other? <laughs> Can't or grind each other. up on, on each other? No. Yeah. That, that don't fucking touch me, no. dude. All right. Well, jeez. <laughs> So that's going to be a great time. You know, we'll always keep you posted on uh, thefallenelectric.com. We'll always keep you posted on our Facebook. We're on Bands in Town. We're on all that crap. So uh, this this song that you just heard, listen, and I'll even play it at the end of this episode too, so you get a clean hit of it. Um, It's it's gonna release on June twenty first. We'll be ready to go with it. Everybody, please share it with your friends, your family. Yep. Uh, continue to hype it up. It's a great Please. song. E- e- even if I wasn't in the band, I'd be a fan of it. Um, wow! I, it's, yeah. I'd, I'd listen. I this is this is the shit I listen to anyway. Yeah, yeah. And Drew has to take a piss. So wow. I think um, <laughs> go for it, dude. We're about we're, well. Uh, you're gonna disturb the camera there. Yeah. I did you did you not bring your depends? You know, not today. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it'd be a good idea not to bring it, but I, you know, I realized real quick that was a big mistake. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, guys, thanks Classic for being on the dream. show, man. <laughs> thanks for being on the yeah, show. Yeah, of course. Thanks, guys, bro. Let's, awesome. uh, let's do this again soon when, yes. you know, when we release the next one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank everybody, f- we'll keep you all posted. Thank you for having oh. us. Yeah, absolutely. Woo-hoo. Well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod of most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. I've been Joe C with the Fallen Electric signing off, saying, don't be a dick.